Welcome to Bloody Good Horror. Everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of Bloody Good Horror. My name's Eric, and I'll be your host for this evening, where we will be reviewing Boys from County Hell. Also, I will personally be reviewing the person who wrote the subtitles for this movie. We'll talk about that in a little bit. First up, joining me from Hotlanta, Georgia, please welcome Cece to the show. Hello. Next up from Chicago, Illinois. You're not really from Chicago, Joe. You're a New Yorker, but you live mm-hmm. in Chicago. You come from the same town I do, which means you take any opportunity to just say you're from somewhere else. Uh, what do you mean? Like, not, not admit that I'm from New York? Or because I adamantly, like, whenever I meet someone here, I'm like, I'm not from here. I'm from New York. We have good pizza. <laughs> we're, not, we're not awful people. Uh, welcome to the show, Joe. All right, good. I'm glad we, we got this out of the way. <laughs> Next hey, up, everybody. Next up from Indiana, please welcome Casey. And hot off the presses, breaking news. Wait, did Casey just wave? Is that what we got? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> Mute, you, sorry. Oh, <laughs> hot off the presses, do, 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 breaking news, John Schnarr's about to move back to New York City. Thankfully, <laughs> I never have to remember Maryland again. I'm really excited. Listen, you and me both, my friend. You and me both. <laughs> <laughs> so when is the actual move? When does that happen? Um, I think we're gonna move stuff in mid July, and then we'll take the kids back, kind of like mid August ish. Oh, so you're gonna have some time there without the kids? Uh, well, no, 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 no. That like, wow. Where I mean, Fuck, if like John. you mean like, are you gonna have another days. kid, John? No, definitely not. Seriously, just give me the address, and I will Amazon like a box of rubbers <laughs> right. to this new place. Safety is no accident, John. That's what we're trying to say. Oh. that's fair that's fair it's good advice <laughs> like, you guys i like that you are always looking out for me that's what i, I appreciate yeah. nice. <laughs> Pr- pray and spray is not a way of life john <laughs> already it started already we're here tonight to talk about boys from county hell this is an irish horror film it's streaming on <laughs> shutter weird right <laughs> we're talking about that here in a few minutes First up, Joe, hard, hard transition. Normally on the show, at this point, we'd be talking about the beer of the week, but we want to do something a little different for Mental Health Awareness Week. Let's do the bumper first, though. Stand by. Beer guts. Not that the bumper is like appropriate this month, but it's just like it's it helps my sense of order to have it. Yeah, it's a weird transition for you know. Um, so yeah, we we talked about this last week. We wanted to do something to celebrate. Probably isn't the right word, but kind of bring awareness to uh, Mental Health Awareness Month, which is May. Um, so every week, instead of doing a beer, we're gonna highlight either you know a different foundation or resource or you know just something. Um, and again, I, I have to, uh, thank Natalie for helping out with this one. Our, our Slack friend, um, 
So last week we kind of talked about resources of where you can find, um, you know, a therapist or, or help in general. This week we wanted to highlight a um, a foundation, and it is called the Loveland Foundation. And what they are, they're a charity organization started in 2018 uh, by, and I'm going to butcher her last name, but Rachel Cargill. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, so anyway, she started uh, this sort of social media campaign, um, widely successful birthday wish foundation therapy for black women and girls. Um, they raised over uh, $250,000 um, for her. Yep. So that kind of helped boost and and form this organization, the Loveland Foundation. Uh, and what they do is, and I'll just read it from them rather than trying to, um, you know, butcher what my my explanation would be. Uh, Loveland Foundation is committed to showing up for communities of color in unique and powerful ways with a particular focus on black women and girls. Our, uh, our resources and uh, initiatives are collaborative and they prioritize opportunity, access, validation and healing. Uh, we are becoming the ones we've been waiting for. Um, so what they do is they, you know, help support and find um you know, therapy and different resources for, for particularly women of color, uh, and girls and, and children and, you know, anyone. Uh, so it's a great, great organization. I definitely suggest you go to their website and read up on it. Cause I'm, you know, doing my thing and it's not great, but the lovelandfoundation.org and we're going to give a, uh, a small donation, you know, basically from our, our patrons, we're going to take their money and give it to, to this, but, um, and yeah, uh, again, the lovelandfoundation.org. Thank you again to Natalie for helping out on this. And uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's what we got this week. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I love this uh, initiative. Thank you, Joe, for doing for putting this together. And thanks, like you said, to Natalie for helping yeah. out. Love it. All right, guys, let's do it. It is time to talk about boys from County Hill. This is it, Jennifer. You're big, bright, and TV. the front time. You know what, John? My first thought was like that title is kind of a mouthful, but it's actually it really it's, it's real lyrical. Mm-hmm. I like saying it, kind of lean into it. You know, no, it's good. I, my feedback would be, "What the hell does it have to do with this movie?" But well, that's I fine. mean, I like kind I of know, but yeah, I didn't quite follow by the end either. I'm like, <laughs> there's like that's... a girl in the group, like <laughs> with this. It's like it's details, John. Details. Yeah. We also discussed in the pre-show that you look more... The way you said that made it sound like there's an issue that there's a girl in the car. <laughs> no. <laughs> John's like, this is a problem. Right. But like, one of the main characters is a woman. Right. <laughs> it's all grown men They're and all female. men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It should be people from County Hell, John. That's what you're saying. Yes, yeah. yeah human, exactly. Humans from County Hell. They haven't gotten uh, like Me Too over there in yeah. Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> so. I didn't realize they had counties over there. I don't know. I mean, I guess that makes oh, sense, yeah, no. right? But I yeah. always think of counties as like uh, an American thing. We got I all think our. They stuff are a little different them. in Ireland, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I think an Irish county is not the same as our counties. Cool. I mean, geography. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. What's the fog like over there, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> John, uh, I'm not sure what Yacht Rock is exactly, but you look like someone who would be listening to it. Eric, I find that hard to well, believe. Well, what is it, John? Give me a Yacht Rock artist. <laughs> it's uh, Chris Cross, Chris, Chris Christopher Cross, okay. uh, Michael McDonald. Got yeah. it, got it, got it. Eric, I 
this would be right up your alley. Like, go on Spotify and just find a um, a yacht rock playlist. Okay, it is heavy rotation in the Charnu's home. Well, I'm I sure John has one to recommend me based There's on. There's a channel on. Uh, do they still have the channel on Sirius on XM? Okay. Yep, yeah, that's number one on the presets in our car. You look that like you look Jimmy like you Buck own a pair of loafers, John. Is what I'm trying to get out of here. That's all I'm saying. John Schnars, you Eric. also own dictionaries. Although you didn't need it for tonight's word, I'm guessing. But let's find out. Let's take. Um, let's... I'm sorry. No one asked the you know 4.0 getting uh, oh. in their first uh, graduate year graduate school. See, see, whoa, whoa, whoa. all right. Your months of hard work does not compare to John moving. All right. Come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're, no, you're 100% valid. <laughs> okay, John or Cece, please bring us the word of the day. <laughs> Go ahead, John. Are you going to take the spotlight from CC here or what? I was going to be silent for a <laughs> Fair, Eric. You handed it to him. <laughs> I know. I should have been prepared. It would have been better delivered, but sorry. Uh, um, I do have a word, and I did need a dictionary, Eric, not to know what the word was or what the definition was, but to know how to spell it. So, yeah, because he didn't have a 4.0. Uh, no, that's <laughs> definitely true. The word is cairn. Or Karn, I believe. Kern, Kern, Cairn. C-A-I-R-N. Are you all familiar with this? I am Cairn. from the tiny dogs that are called Kern. Uh, yeah, no, so that is actually the second definition. Small terrier of a breed with short legs and longest so, body. Um, Toto from the Wizard of Oz was a Kern terrier. Yes, oh, yeah. yes. Uh, I thought it was a white woman that wants to speak to the manager. Good <laughs> 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 no, job. That's good. Kern's what, Kern's what we grow here in Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, the actual definition, uh, you know, according to the dictionary here, a mound of rough stones built as a memorial or landmark, typically on a hilltop or skyline, mm. a prehistoric burial mound made of stones. <clears throat> What's that in the CC? You would know this in fonts. The um, the kern, 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 kerning, kerning, kerning. Yeah, distance between the letters. I think. It's yeah, all, that's like that. Yeah. What's the like the curves? The little if there's little serifs. What's the curves? Yeah. No, I no, bet you, John. The original title to this movie had the word kern in it, and they're just like, Karen. guys, we gotta we gotta change this. Yeah, we're not gonna fix uh, the subtitles, but we gotta change the title of this movie. So this one is one of these situations where it comes to us from the Scottish Gaelic kern. Mm. Uh, and it doesn't offer a definition from the uh, the Gaelic. So um, love it. Yeah. All right, Chinars, tell me about Boys from County Hell. Boys from County Hell. Uh, so we watched this on Shudder. I think it was a Shudder original, although I'm not 100% it sure. It had the little logo at the beginning. So yeah, I think. Yeah. I think at least in the U.S. It's probably only available in Shutter for now. Anyway, um, it is an Irish film. I think we should start there. It is among the more Irish of films we've seen in a while. Um, comes to us from Chris Bow. Bat, bat, Chris Bow. I don't know. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. Uh, writer, director. He's done a couple other things, but nothing I was familiar with. Um, the plot here is that you have... It's set in sort of the Irish countryside in, in like small town Ireland, uh, K 
County Hell, I guess maybe is like a nickname or something, although it's never referenced in the film. Um, you have a group of friends kind of in their like early to late 20s, if I had to kind of peg it, um, just kind of making a go of it. It's it's a pretty blue collar area, blue collar town. Um, and they, I get, so it's funny because the description of this film, if it's like the one liner is about like, these road workers, yada, yada. Like you don't get to the road working part for like 40 minutes into the movie, but essentially there is a cairn uh, in the uh, backyard of one of these, the main characters uh, that they say is sort of the original burial ground for the, the uh, legendary character or person who, you know, gave rise to the Dracula myth. So like Bram Stoker is Irish. Ireland is like super into Stoker. I was actually in Dublin for Stoker Day like I don't oh. know 7 years ago. I mean, it's like a thing over there. Fancy. Um there's a bar there's a, a pub named The Stoker or something in the movie. Yeah, in the town, in this town, yeah. I mean, they so they like kind of live off or or kind of celebrate the the Stoker Dracula stuff. Uh, but this so there's this like pile of rocks. This is the original Dracula. It's like the precursor to Dracula. And um, basically what happens is Ireland is going to build a road through this backyard and they're going to disturb these rocks. So there's like a ton of setup to that. But when the action actually starts, you have this road crew trying to build this road. They disturb these rocks. And then there's like vampire stuff that kicks off from there. Hashtag vampire stuff. Yeah, I guess the the Irish. Oh, I was just going to say that. I, I'm going to butcher it because I know nothing about Gaelic, but um, the actual name of the um, deity is like Abhartach, which is um, Irish for dwarf and is a basically like Patrick Joyce um, in 1875 said that like it um, influenced, like basically Dracula or um, Stoker stole his idea from this lore and made Dracula. That's definitely like the film leans into that super yeah. hard. Now is that are you <laughs> right. saying is that real life lore? Is that like an? But yeah, it is. It it's is. real okay. life lore, and it's a real life like recent folklore as recent as um, I was reading it earlier. So as recent as like 1960, um, they have like had arguments about. Um, actually, no, I'm sorry. As recent as 2000, um, University of Ulster and Coltrane basically um suggested that stoker stole the idea Hmm. not stole it but like that was where he got his idea rather than from that's super interesting and what it does is it gives the movie an opportunity to kind of like be tell a unique like vampire like story with the lore and stuff totally well and play with the the legends right or like play with the mechanic right and like actively use the dispute as like a storyline that's cool Mm -hmm. i like it well cc what'd you think of uh boys from county hell um, so I had no idea what we were watching or like, I hadn't watched anything about it or seen any, um, trailers. So I went in pretty blind and, um, definitely glad that I had subtitles on because like I said, I do not have an ear for, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure my Irish ancestors would be very upset, but I do not have an ear for that. So, um, but it was really fun. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really, um, I mean, it doesn't do anything super unique, but I thought that, you know, 
it did a good job of balancing um, the, you know, a little bit of like everyday humor and just like, you know, slice of lifeness of like living in a small town and having this legend that your whole like community is super invested in. Um, and then I liked, you know, when you get into the gore, like the blood starts just like is attracted to this being rather than, you know, the blood just like pooling, it's like actively moving. So, um, yeah, I thought it was really fun. I thought it had some like Shaun of the Dead vibes. I mean, obviously not as, not as humorous, but there are some moments that really, like really hit the mark. So I enjoyed it. It was fun. Casey. Yeah, I'm kind of right there with Cece. I like this movie. It was fun. It was nice to see a different take on the vampires. That was the thing I was uh, most impressed with. Like Cece was talking about the way, the mechanic on how they do that the vampires near and how they left that dangling for us throughout the entire movie. It was really good because it kind of leaves you like, what the hell is going on with these people and all this blood? So that was a good move on their part. And I think it helped us get through. We've talked about this in email. The movie, this movie's got a lot of great jokes. It's got good humor. So you're already carried along in that. There's a part where it kind of slows down as you get into the second act. And I think that idea of that mystery and they still haven't really shown us what we're dealing with and stuff, I think really helps get through that and helps pull you to the end. So I was pretty impressed with how it all came together. Joe. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much going to echo everyone. I, I thought this was enjoyable. I always find uh, horror comedies to be kind of tough, right? Because a lot of times they just are not good um, or, you know, they're, they'll get a smile out of you, but not like a legitimate laugh. And this movie, I thought like there was a few parts where I, I LOL'd, um, as the kids say, John. Um, so I really enjoyed that. I actually when things kind of kick off with the vampires and there's kind of like the reveal and things get going, I actually think it takes a little bit of a, a dive, not not steep, you know, not so much that it loses me, but it's weird that the, you know, the first like 30 or so are more just like setting up these characters. And I actually found that like really interesting, like almost to the point where I probably could have watched a movie just about this town and these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then it does kind of take a, a turn when the vampire stuff goes off. But like Cece said, you know, it was interesting that they kind of have this different take where the blood kind of flows like into the ground or, you know, I was trying to explain it to the the wife uh, <laughs> and I, I couldn't do it well, but it was uh, it was kind of like a, a nice change of pace. So, yeah, overall, I was a I was a fan. John. Yeah, I I mean, I also really like this. It's I think, Joe, the point you just made about that first like 30 minutes, it's almost like shaggy buddy comedy at times. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's very find. weird. Right. And you have to assume this the director and, and a lot of the <laughs> the cast like is intimately familiar. Like it just felt like yeah. it was like slice of life. They were friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, and like they weren't there, there was not a lot of effort going into like recreating this, this style of living in this town. Like these people, this is like, it felt like where they grew up. And so mm-hmm. there is this element. And I think a lot of the enjoyment of the film, even when you get to the action and the horror co- just comes from these feeling like wholly realized characters. Like, the dad and son who are ultimately kind of like the main characters of this film, just a delight. Like it's just like a delightful father son interchange, And like, not in like a, they get along. Like if anything, it's, I was going to say, yeah, like it seems like it's not great. They easily, they easily have the two funniest jokes of the movie when he's in the shower 
And he's like, surely somebody will want to know who's buried there. And the dad, just without missing a beat, goes, probably a pervert like you. Yeah. <laughs> and then later on in the movie, when they're like, his dad straight up is like, one of them's really injured and he thinks the dad's about to hug him. And the dad's just like, what the fuck? He's just like, no, I'm trying to help your leg or whatever. Like, it's just. Well, I mean, and also like, the dad just walks in while he's sh- showering. <laughs> and is like, why yeah. the fuck is there a skull on my, on my <laughs> table? Like, it's very real life. Like, why is know, this dirty ass seem... hand on my table? Yeah. yeah. It's like, why are, A, he's not even at his own house. Like the kid had come back to his dad's house to take a shower and yeah. left a skull on his table. Like what? So for me, uh, specifically the, like, just probably a pervert like you was some real Tim Newell energy that I (laughs) could relate to. (laughs) The, uh, no, but like it, it's, it's both like a really effectively made film, but also, and Joe kind of hit on it, like uneven, like the the action itself. And like Mm -hmm. the, I guess it's mostly the script. It's just kind of all over. Like if you tried to sit down and think about, all of the shit that happens in this movie, it's like way more than you would ever try to bite off. I I would say traditionally, but I think part of that comes from the fact that they just felt like, Hey, we don't actually have to do that much setup for these characters. Mm -hmm. Like people are going to get it. The setting is going to carry a lot of the, you know, the water here. And so like they do get into it really quickly and that allows them to do a lot with the narrative. If I had to pick a favorite joke, it was, I guess it's like the first guy who gets turned into a vampire when they put him in the pit and he has a stake through his chest yeah. and he like walks himself. Up well, they're, they're like still they're have talking. a continuing to have a conversation about it in the yeah. background while out of focus behind them. He's like pulling yeah. up, trying to pull yeah. himself up. I was that's dying. what I mean too. Like it was, it, it's got a lot of like Shaun of the dead vibes, but only yeah. in like, needing to compare it to something. Like I, d- yeah. I didn't feel like they were ripping it off by any means yeah. or like, you know, they weren't trying to remake that. It was just very like, like slice of life types of jokes that you make with people. It's, it, I don't know. The script definitely transcended an acting narrative, and I appreciated yeah. that. It definitely yeah. plays a lot on American Werewolf in London, like yes. to the point they even make like a couple references in the beginning, right? When those tourists are like coming to the bar yeah. and yeah. start talking. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what are you going to tell I me mean, to stay away from the Moors? He's like, like, he's like, this is Ireland. We don't have Moors. <laughs> and like that first kind of attack where you know things start to pop off is yeah, like yeah. just like straight out of that book yeah i <laughs> i'm with you guys i really enjoyed this movie a lot too it is incredibly funny um great soundtrack joe i don't know they actually play dream warriors by Dokken at one point and like so weird every like, time, i don't know where or why that came but on. every time like someone's driving in a car there's any chance for ambient music they've just got this really great like what I don't I can't categorize it like joking, but like kind of eighties inspired metal. Some of it might have just been straight up eighties metal because I didn't recognize all of it. But I actually watched the credits just so I could see like who some of these bands were. No one I've ever heard of. But yeah, it's like this weird mix of like eighties metal and um like Irish folk. But I don't know. It sounded like Irish country music. I don't it, know like what you would actually. It call gives it. it a really great vibe. This in general is like a setting I really love. This kind of small town Irish life Mm -hmm. where even in like the modern world, there's still these really um, almost like antiquatedly connected small little communities. And they, they sort of the, the, you know, the pub is the gathering place. And I don't know how much life is still like this. I've never been there, but it's very like endearing. And like John said, it's, it's a very great setting to get this kind of slice of life with these characters and and that are so familiar with each other. 
Um, I was joking about the subtitles, so I had them turned on. The accents are thick in this movie. Yeah. The subtitles on yeah, Shudder yeah. are real suspect. First of all, it does this thing that drives me crazy, where when two people are talking, it goes like this. They go from one side to the other. I don't yeah. know. I cannot follow that. And two, straight up, there were times when I know real things were being said, and the subtitles literally said indiscriminate grumbling. And I'm just like, bro, he's saying words. You, I don't know what they are. You have to tell me what they are. <laughs> so, Eric, I obviously was... you don't watch TV with subtitles because that happens. Oh my god! So much. Yeah. And like, just as a side, like people who need subtitles, like it's it's really an issue. Like that happens no, so totally. much, and I never. I mean, I took it for granted because now watching so much, they're always like you know, indis- indiscriminate um, or indiscernible whispering. And I'm like, yeah. no, I totally heard what they said. <laughs> well, you that's, just like went too fast. That was the thing. Cause there was one specific conversation on the first act where they were like giving plot information and one yeah. line just gets nothing in the subtitles. And I was like, I hope that so, wasn't important. <laughs> Eric, I, yeah. I was texting you all when I was watching this and I think I gave you all the heads up like, yo, it's, <laughs> I, so I was streaming it on my TV through the shutter app. I was using like a Chromecast I could not for 65% of the film figure out how to turn the Chromecast uh, closed captions on. And then I like accidentally did it. It was like game changer because I <laughs> yeah. literally basically got through most of the movie. No, it's real intense. Yeah. No idea what was happening at times. Yeah. Just like, you know. Um, they, so yeah, it's got a great vibe. I do agree with Joe, like the, the tenor of it changes a little bit in the second act and it actually changes to being... Um, I don't know. It sort of it sort of plays more, especially by the time it wraps up on some more emotional character arcs. So it does feel like a little bit of a hard shift. But by the time they wrap it all up, I was like, okay, like I was in on all of it because I just think mm. it it has a lot of heart in a way I really mm-hmm. appreciate it, and you don't always see. Like this is right. this feels like a passion project from everyone involved, mm-hmm. and that's I always love seeing stuff like that. So it's pretty well, low, but think- it's low budget, okay. and you can like. You can see that because, like, you would love to just see, like, a hundred people in this town become vampires, but you don't. They do what they can with what they have, and they do it really admirably, and it's a lot of fun. Go ahead, Cece. Sorry to interrupt. Oh no, I was just gonna agree with you. Like, I think that. I mean, I think you're totally right. It it feels like a passion project, and you can tell how much like. I don't know. I think uh, you can tell how much effort is put into it in terms of just you know getting across everything that we liked about it. Like, I think that that makes, um, that's what really makes this movie. I think if it were, you know, glossier and done in a like more studio type manner, like I, I don't think I would have liked it. Like I I I, really think. I really loved the creature design too. When we finally see the like real Mm -hmm. vampire towards the end. And I like, cause I'm not even a bit, I'm not really a big vampire movie person. So I liked this because it was sort of redefining the kind of tropes. Yeah. I did like though, that they borrowed from like the old classic monster trope with the vampire not showing us to the end. I think that was like the best decision they made mm-hmm. throughout this stuff. And the fact that it, that's what set it apart from other vampire movies. Cause we see this thing by the end of the movie it's not something you would expect to be seeing and you don't have a like a bunch of little mini versions that are exactly like him running around as these people are turning they all kind of got their own thing going so it kept it some good variety with it i loved that they just threw out all of the the rules of vampires yeah you know and and that that became like a thing right it was like they stake the one guy through the heart with the the whatever it was like a shovel and then he's like lifting himself up and they're like 
well, I guess that doesn't work. And they even, <laughs> I, you know, they even like showed the heart coming out the back. Yeah. The back of his Dude, chest, I like, loved to the repeated kind of, it's like a plot thing, but it's also it becomes a gag of basically you bury them. You got to just dump stones on top of them so they can't get up. So it's really, yeah. it's kind of cool when they've got the one dude in the coffin and they bury him and then toss stones on top and you can just still hear him rustling in the coffin. Like that's actually a really creepy little yeah. touch. Yeah. And it's yeah. not far off from like real Irish folklore and vampires yeah. and stuff too, except for with them, they uh, tended to bury, it wasn't necessarily the rocks, but they always had to bury them upside down because they're going to mm-hmm. dig downward instead of up. Well, I mean, that's out. why, yeah, I mean, you know, and that's why they put like graves over um, um, graves and stuff to like keep, the dead in, but I also really liked, um, I liked the beginning too, when we see the old couple and like the wife gets a nosebleed and then like the husband starts bleeding out of his eyes. Like, I just thought that was a really cool, like, yeah. I, I just loved the whole trope of like the blood being attracted yeah. to this yeah. thing or like him yeah. drawing well, it. Well, the, the bartender, it was... they like that, that moment where it's like, they're showing the vampire walk through town, but you don't see him. Mm-hmm. You just see all the people. Did that experience scene with the old people right. make anyone else think about like getting old and like falling apart? Oh, it was terrifying. <laughs> it was absolutely, I mean, it's, Cece's a hundred percent right. It's a super creepy way to start. Yeah. And then you also don't really get any sort of explanation or like yeah. hint at it yeah, for like, like another half an hour. Why it just made me think that someday I'm going to be like old and sitting in front of a TV and like blood just going to start coming out of my head. Like, all well, prom. they do the like three, it's like three days earlier, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I don't know, it was, it yeah. was a little disorienting, yeah. but I it's did. It's terrifying. Yeah. You know what I think about a lot? This is completely off topic, but do you know how Joe Strummer died? The lead singer of The Clash? <laughs> no. He just got up, walked his dog, came back home, sat down. Drop dead in his chair. See, this like, is what I'm yeah. saying. Stay away from okay, lazy boys. Like, what better way to die? Like, but that fucking terrifies <laughs> me, Cece. I walk my dogs every morning. <laughs> Listen, Joe, stay away from <laughs> lazy boys. Never walk a, a, he was not dead. He didn't die on his walk. B, he came back, sat in his favorite chair, and then he was like, "I'm comfortable. I'm gone." Like, that's wonderful. Like, <laughs> died of something. Like, did he have like a aneurysm or something? Like. I don't know. We don't need to get into it, John. I don't know. You guys bring up a good point though about the like timeline is a little wonky because they go to see the dead dude's father, and I swear it's like that night or the next night, and the dead dude's father has a story to tell. Like it's been weeks about his son and like what happened after at the autopsy and like. I was at that moment a little. I'm, I'm yeah. Confused. I just took it as like the dad was talking. I mean, I totally agree. Like the the timeline was kind of weird and like it felt like he was talking about it in a different time but I also felt like because they knew that this grave was on their property that they were just kind of like privy to like having oh, to yeah. like you know they, well they it was more for me that, built into the door that oh, was right. like something they <laughs> did true. like it was more day. for me the time they were also it was, was also the local undertaker right it was about uh, the time the i thought he was a veterinarian case. Yeah, that, specifically yeah, what yeah, i'm talking about though is the time between when that kid died and when the father tells this whole long story i'm like hasn't it been like a day like how the hell did this dude have the shit, yeah. shit happen? No, to it was yeah. It had that been like also, it did like two or three days because they yeah. even did a service, didn't they? I think that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Like a funeral. Yeah. Well, that scene in particular, I think, is like the biggest kind of I don't know, like curveball of the entire movie. It's almost right? because 15 minutes long. Is the problem? It's that. very sort of you know, go- not goofy, but like comedy esque up until that part, and then you get this real heavy like it's 15 dead. minute break Serious. of like. Yeah. 
the father embalming his son and like the mother having a nervous breakdown. It's like, holy fuck. Yeah, and, then and the you whole kinda, movie up until then has been like wacky yeah. hijinks, like zombie hijinks, yeah. basically. And then you try and come out of that and it's like real tough to dig out of that hole. <laughs> well, so can I also ask one question? Because I would say if it, there was one thing in this movie that confused me, what was it that killed the kid when he like gets run I was kind of confused by that too because like it almost looked like a bull it, and there was a this one yeah. of the characters referenced a bull in an earlier scene like offhandedly oh it was yeah. you like a okay like a, I, I thought it might be like a wild pig like a boar but you're saying like a no, yeah it no, kept I think getting it was out of their neighbors yeah like it just kept getting out of the um, fence and there's like a hole but again if you didn't have subtitles didn't on have you would the close caption yeah, yeah you would not right. have talked 100% <laughs> miss that aspect Joe, what were you What's say? funny is I thought I understood everything and I didn't use closed caption. And as we talk about things, I'm like, oh, I didn't get that at all. <laughs> That's awesome. I literally you know, watch everything with subtitles. Like I'm I usually can't. not bad with an Irish accent, but it's real intense. Yeah. It's yeah. These are my people uh, after all. My I think my favorite the the most delightful character is the the, the woman character. She just Yeah, she's funny. Yeah. I, very I delightful. I like her. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's it's weird it was, that you didn't think she belonged there, John. But I, I agree. <laughs> Stop. No, you know what was weird to me about her is she got over that other guy's death really right. Quick. It was well, like, well, she did yeah, say that cool. she knew he was leaving, so maybe she yeah, was preparing think, herself. Yeah, and I got she was like, yeah, he was going to leave, but now he's dead. I'm like totally. Well, dead. but also like if. <laughs> If he wasn't going to take her with him, maybe they were just like more of a fling and not yeah. really like. I thought that actress was very good. The character yeah. was like a little wonky. Like I was right. like, well, well, if she knew he was leaving, like what's the difference between dead and Australia? <laughs> well, that's that's, <laughs> why they, that's easy's point is, I guess. But, um, she got over it pretty quick. If anything, like my least favorite actor in the film was the main character, which was a little weird. Um, I love the dad. I the thought dad the dad is was, like choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the and the like you know, heavier friend who's kind of like the the sidekick. You know, yeah, the sidekick guy. He. Was, I spent the entire movie trying to read what his shirt said. Like it was yeah. <laughs> some like black metal esque like logo. I I'm assuming of like some band they know. I liked his beard. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't have subtitles on either, so I'm glad uh, Cece, your text last night cleared it up when he yeah. said I did the coke once. That's not what it sounded like. <laughs> oh, see that I got. I caught. <laughs> I was. Just- I was holding, I was laying on the sofa and holding Maggie and all I heard was, I did the coke once. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is, that's just some shit that my friends would say. and be like, yeah, I tried it once. And I'm like, what? I, like we're being, we're being attacked by a vampire. I don't care about your past. <laughs> like that's not, that's not helpful right now. Yeah. That's yeah, fine. Oh, I like movies. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I can see what you're saying too with that main character Schnars, and it's not the fact that he was bad; he was just kind of dull compared to the rest of the characters that they had there. I think he was very much the head of uh, how I met yeah. your mother. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I guess you have to be here. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, I thought the mother's um, decision was questionable; did not pay off for her with the with the oh, gun. No. Um. <laughs> Instant, instant death. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a real good throat. There's some like good throat slitting action in this movie. Yeah, yeah. if you're squeamish about that, might be a problem. I mean, there's a fair bit of gore. Like, it's not, it, yeah, it's not like a gore fest. And and like the effects are solid. They're not exceptional, but it's it's well done. I don't know. There's oh yeah, good bit yeah. going on. Yeah. All right. Anything yeah. else you guys want to talk about this movie? I feel like we're winding down here. 
I want to go visit this town. I'm like, I know, I was like, oh, I know, it's a gorgeous countryside, dude. Just hang out, go to that bar. Maybe I know we were talking about Atlanta, but maybe the meetup next year. Maybe <laughs> could... I'll tell you what, yeah, I'm not. Whole, I, and we put Andy in charge, and we'll just I, wander I, over the Ireland hills. I'll tell That's you what, true. I'm not going to do is just ask two random drunk twenty somethings at the bar to take me on a tour in the countryside. <laughs> that was gold. Happens, though, when I was in Amsterdam, my friend I was with. Oh God, we, I thought I was going to end up in the hostel movie. Like I have friends who do that type of shit. And this girl met like my friend, we were with a group of like, we were with some of my family and then her and um, another friend, she met these two dudes, just started talking to them. They literally followed us around the rest of the day and then asked her to go to a discotheque. And she was like, don't you want to go? And I was like, I don't want to go with these two dudes that we have no idea like who they are. She went, Went all night, came back the next day, and was like, "Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna show me this and this and this today." And I was like, "Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> that yeah. sounds no. like a great time." I don't know why you trust. No. You don't trust. Absolutely Barbie. not. Do it, not ever trust anyone. Time, but I, Joe. I can't. I'm like, I. That's I did love that though. That scene though, after they scared the Canadian dude who uh, with his girlfriend yeah. said, "Don't you guys have anything better to do?" No. Nope. <laughs> Trusting people, not the Charnu's way. No, absolutely um, not. You kidding me? In this like situation, that, I'm definitely with you, Joe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've known you all for like 10 plus years. And honestly, when we get together in person, I'm still kind of like, oh, that John guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like if you're in a foreign place like that, and like those were like back, like the best place, the best way to experience it is like it is. if you can actually connect right. with like local folks. But yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'll take the land. I get that tour. they could hostile yeah. you. That would be a problem. That well, would, I think that would it's be a negative. To you, like <laughs> you have to understand if you're with if like the whole group is going, I would feel better about it. But like my girlfriend just wanted her and me to go, and I was like, I'm sorry, yeah. but I'm a very skeptical. Even in this female. movie, it's too How old. Were you too? Like I'm a uh, almost 20, forty year old man. I'm like cool, whatever. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, now yeah, you can exactly you're a, a man. You're, well, and yes, you're also a man. <laughs> yeah. Even in this movie, like it's two on two, which not the ratio you want. Like you want to outnumber no. the people. Yeah, you need to totally outnumber the people that you're with. <laughs> All right, boys, boys from County Hell. Would you recommend it, Cece? Yes, for sure. Joe? Yeah, absolutely. John? Yes. Casey? Yes. Also, yes, it's going to, John, can I put this on my 2021 top 10 list? Is this a 21 or? Yeah. I mean, it's a, this is the first time we've gotten it in the U S so I'm counting it. Love it. Let's do Mm. it. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll see you on the other side. The mindless, murderous fury that was buried with Jason has been reborn. Starts Friday at the Lions Avenue and East Sprague Cinemas. This is James Duval from Donnie Darko, May, and Sushi Girl, and you are listening to BloodyGoodHorror.com.
to info at bloodygoodhorror.com or on Twitter using hashtag AskPGH. Join Patreon to get back episodes and much more. Patreon.com slash bloodygoodhorror. And we're back. Congratulations are in order for CC's 4.0. Yay! CC. It was. <laughs> that was so enthusiastic, guys. Graduate so school. Sad. Graduate school 4.0, no less. This is true. With a baby and a full-time job in a pandemic. Dude, no bullshit. It's incredibly impressive. Congratulations. Very nice. And you do this show, you know. You put, up with us. you put up with you put up with this gang so well i mean i think it's in turn that y'all put up with me because i, I know there's been some times that uh i probably should have just been like mm, i should skip tonight <laughs> we've all been slayed <laughs> once or twice it's okay <laughs> it's all good we've all been decapitated a couple times but it's okay it's all part of the fun <laughs> fatality Take of entertainment. <laughs> um, love it. Uh, John. Eric. A couple things going on in BGH world this week. Did you know that there's a new Eric show out? Uh, I did see that hit my uh, podcast device earlier Al- today. Almost an hour. I, I I don't know what I'm supposed to do with an hour of Eric. It's like <laughs> this... 90 minutes is about the most I can take in a given week. Um, <laughs> what you could do, John, is skip to the end because uh, I play a bunch of my new music. You could check that out. Eric Show, part of your Patreon feed. You can also just log into Patreon and listen to it. Um, I just do some reminiscing about some early 2000s horror coverage. I give some advice for aspiring writers and podcasters. And um, yeah, and I talk about music stuff. So you can check that out. Patreon.com slash bloody good horror. Other stuff going on this week in the BGH feed, John, we dropped episode one of the first ever BGH presents production. Plug it up. Uh, Yeah. And episode two is currently live and available. That's right. Go subscribe. Episode one's on Carrie. Episode two is on ginger snaps. This is a podcast um, about, female uh gr- coming of age experiences john yeah the monstrous menstruation um also you should get excited because cc's episode on the witch i listened to it all the way through it's coming up very soon here very i learned so many witchy facts <laughs> oh, well sorry. that was one of my uh term papers i turned in so witchy facts <laughs> <laughs> yes just pure witchy facts eric just gave it points eric nine gave it a 4.0 yes. <laughs> nine pages of bullet points uh excuse me it was 30 pages <laughs> jesus christ uh, but yeah check that out cc is going to be on there soon plug it up um they're also on twitter and instagram plug it up pod um, and I'll also ask people, John, to follow me on Twitter, um, Eric BGH or, uh, hi-fi underscore music to check out all every Friday in May. There's going to be new hi-fi music coming out, John, get excited. Um, what else we got going on here? All right. We got an email from Andy going on over at bloodygoodhorror.com. We're celebrating Adam's recent birthday with a very special and extremist discussing the film. Happy birthday to me. And the legal seizure 
of horror films. Shelton reviewed the synesthesia-infected slasher Sound of Violence. And mm-hmm. Alyssa reviewed the recent BGH Book Club pick, The Luminous Dead. And also, happy birthday, Adam. Adam. That's right. Happy birthday, Adam. We got one email this week, John, info at bloodygoodhorror.com. It has absolutely nothing to do with horror or BGH, but I'm going to read it anyway. You know why, John? This email comes from Garrett. Who, <laughs> <laughs> this email comes from Garrett, who I'm going to deem the hardest working intern in the world because the fact that this email got sent to us is like maybe my favorite thing ever. So <laughs> I don't, I have no idea where you're going. Nope, and I'm you sure excited, don't. Yeah. You absolutely do not. Garrett says, hello there. Our medical grade toenail clippers is the safest and especially recommended for those with troubles with winding nails, hard nails, two nails, nail cracks, deep nails, thickened nails, etc. Get yours, colon, thepodiatrist.online. All the best, Garrett. You huh. are you are, are the you, best, Garrett. You're saying Thank he's you. the hardest working because he knew Joe had that issue. and Because this dude like, is crawling the internet oh. so much. This dude is in every corner of the internet with his podiatrist promotion. Two nails. I don't know what that... I mean, John, you're, you're not wrong. I mean, as a, a runner, I'm sure you know, too. Oh. I mean, my feet are just disgusting. Like, from... <laughs> It's not great. I'm not big no. into feet stuff, John. I, I, the two nails thing also caught my attention. I'm not going to Google it, though. I just like, Eric, you made this guy's day by reading yeah. this email. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's finally made it. Two nails is uh, my favorite rapper, John. I don't know if you've <laughs> heard him. He's They're going to find so many nails. Two nails goes have, hard. Have you ever seen this thing? I get. I used to get it as a Facebook ad um, every once in a while. It's this like device that I guess if your toenail starts to grow into your toe, it's like a little separator and like somehow you like put it in there and it like pulls your toe up or like the curling, the curling, it like pulls it back. So if your toenail starts to like sides, yes, yeah. You can, it like has little clips that go to the side and it'll like pull them back up. Oh, that hurts. And I guess I... I didn't you realize like, where while you're thing. sleeping, like how does I don't, it looks like a little medieval torture device. And <laughs> I didn't, I thought this like was a bullshit ad I kept getting. So I Googled it and there's like YouTube videos of <laughs> well, this. Well, now thing you're going to see it forever, Joe. You fucking Google it. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> you know, I mean, those are targeted, right? Yeah. I mean, what else? What else are you going to do? Anyway, John, check out. I really like dot online. Check out the podiatrist dot online. That's like a domain john not i'm online. not gonna i'm not gonna do that i won't go anywhere near you're lost buddy yeah. just live with thickened nails fine yeah That's we've fine. seen your toenails no, we're trying to help john i don't want to see these <coughs> info bloodygoodhorror.com that's that's it no one sent a real email this week except andy um, I did get one uh, on Facebook from our friend Elaine, um, and I'm, I'm only reading this because I thought we would find it interesting. Um, so I'm listening to your latest podcast on Godzilla versus Kong, and you guys were speculating as to whether or not flat earthers beef with hollow, earther, or hollow earthers uh, because there can only be one. I'm here to tell you, according to my absolute <laughs> lunatic of a father, that both are right. Well, shut up. Yeah, no. Basically, wow. Earth is donut-shaped and is both flat and hollow somehow. Um, just thought you guys would like to know that there <laughs> actually are people who somehow managed to believe both. Okay, um, Wait, it's like a flat donut, though? It's not yeah, like a... Uh, yeah, 
Uh, he's also a QAnoner, uh, if that clarifies anything. It does. Joe, what is this person's name? Uh, Elaine is all I know. Elena. Elaine, Elaine, yeah. thank you so much for writing in. We are terribly sorry you're yes. dealing with this. Wait, but you, there is a little more, though. We uh, love he's been this. doing research on YouTube uh, uh, the last few days since we saw it. Uh, he vehemently, honestly believes these things. Uh, but the moon is not hollow. It is either a hologram or has a Nazi base on the dark side, depending on the day you ask. Oh, I've Fucking seen that movie. Wow. That is a lot. Elaine, thank you for writing in. Yeah. Is Man. Elena, is it the one with the E at the end? Is that Elena? I would say that's Elaine. Elaine. All right. I'm sorry, Elaine. Uh, man, that like that. I watched that QAnon documentary on HBO. Could right. not turn yeah. it off, dude. Oh, I don't know if I want to watch that. Well, it's so good. Okay, yeah, mean, like, Joe. Here's what I would say. The first, but like it's really good. I would say the first episode where they're like outlining what it is is the yeah. most like enraging one. But then yeah. this like real deep narrative about these people develops. That's you will not be able to stop. It's all. It's just. All right. From a production standpoint, too, it's one of the like coolest put together docs I've ever seen. I, I was yeah. so impressed. Yeah, it's HBO Max, right? Yeah, yeah. It's right. called Q into the Serpent or something like that. Yeah, into the or something like that. Into the Storm. Storm, yes. Eric, um, did you want to take a look at your top ten list before we? Yes, are? please. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Uh, number one, you've got Promising Young Woman. Number two, Saint Maud. Number three, The Stylist. And then at number 10, you have Psycho Gorman. Ladies night. This feels like a number nine to me, Joe. Oh, all right. You know what? You know what? Number nine. We're going to leave Gorman at 10 for now, but I'm getting real, I'm getting real hard eyes for that movie as, as we go on here. Yeah. yeah. Is hard eyes good or bad? I actually heart, heart eyes, like the emoji, oh. you know? Hard eyes. Yeah. Oh, I know. I thought you said hard yeah, it's eyes. It's hard to say that, like, but you know. So what I don't know what that means. So, yeah. Uh, Thanks, Joe. Huh? Uh, you want to do tweets? I would love to. We are on Twitter at BG Horror. Uh, you can use the hashtag AskBGH to uh, send in a question, comment, or, you know, compliment me. Uh, <laughs> first up from our buddy Jody, uh, who hosts the trivia every Saturday night on the, uh, the slackies for the patrons. Uh, the Jody Webster is his handle, possibly a Joe specific question. What is the best Kanye West album? I thought it was his early stuff, but I listened, uh, all night while I worked. And now I think my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy is the highlight. It's the correct answer. That's that not, is, it's not even close in my opinion. That is my I, answer as well. Although I'm I'm really partial to the first one as well. Yeah, I'm gonna I mean, and I should preface this, like I don't like any rap that came out after two thousand. So Oh dude, Joe. Steadily Kanye stuff is really good. Uh, no, what I'm going to say is I like, um, what is that? High school dropout or whatever. Like I College love that. Yeah, yeah. The first one I love, like, I think it's amazing. The second one, pretty good. The here's, rest, a lot of bleeps and bloops. Here's and the just, thing. <laughs> here's the thing about twisted fantasy is that it's, like his first album is, is really, really well done, but it's pretty, it's kind of like, it's not really experimental. Like twisted dark fantasy is kind of the peak of his like genius growing to like his just understanding of music. And then it was like, but then he's off the, like he is off the rails after that album pretty much. I look, Eric and I don't agree on music stuff all that often. Strong agree here. That's (laughs) I don't And Look, I'm not like a hip hop. Joe, there's a lot of tracks on that. That would be real good for that epic running playlist of yours. I'm yeah. I'm looking and I do know a handful of these All songs. All of the lights. I, 
great track. Yeah. Yeah, I've never listened to this from from start to, to finish. Monster. I mean, it's fine, but like I to your point, I don't like experimenting in my my hip hops. I just like <laughs> straightforward. I like what I liked in high school, and I am not a hundred percent. I don't like, like experimenting. Yeah, will, more. yeah <laughs> like anything I like, you know, metal and stuff. I will try. Uh, you know, I'll listen to anything, but like. I have a specific type of rap I like, and that's what pretty about much like, it. What uh, about Kendrick I, Lamar? That's that's maybe closest. Absolutely not. That really? is not even rap. That is what your your fucking what is Chance the Rappers and all that. No, like, no, 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 no. Kendrick really Lamar and Chance the Rapper are you not aren't a fan of Gucci Mane. Like that really, that really kind of no. like hit close. Joe, Kendrick no, Lamar and Chance the no, Rapper like, are not the same thing. I know, but they are in that I don't think they're rap. <laughs> See, some like, of that early Kendrick Lamar stuff is as close to that like early '90s West Coast stuff as you're gonna find in modern times. You will never change my mind. <laughs> this really bothers I like, me. I like that Flow Rider song, "My House." <laughs> and that's it. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You got any Mace on that playlist, Joe? I was big into Mace when I was like, um, I do have. Um, uh, like a few songs he's featured on. Probably. I'm sure What's we've the... talked about this before, but that uh, all about the Benjamins rock remix. That's my. Oh jam. yeah, with uh, what's his name? Dave Grohl does the. Um... That is a hot jam right there. I always like that Mace. My favorite line, like ever, uh, never been arrested for nothing domestic. <laughs> like, Jesus. He put that in a song that was like on MTV. <laughs> it's like this Yo, happy. He... So Maggie really likes, I mean, is like super into music. And so if she won't watch like Sesame Street, I turn on music videos and with with subtitles, I never like the major, I would say 80% of the music that was in the like nineties, I had no idea what I was singing. (laughs) And there is some like either super ridiculous or raunchy. extremely horny and raunchy. <laughs> <lyrics>. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we've discussed this, but I knew all the words to the doggy style album when I was 10 years old. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. We turned out. Okay. Look at us. We're on yeah, a I'm doing podcast. <laughs> Joe, uh, you ever listen to that Warren G album? That's pretty good too. Not a ton. I I listened to the Above the Rim soundtrack, which had Regulator on it, and that was that, that was like much West it. Coast early '90s sound was my that was my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, me too. Although I mean, I I definitely liked the Woo and uh, Nas and you know some of that, but for the most part, I was very West Coast. Fuck Biggie. I'm gonna say it right now. Yeah, I'm not, Fuck Biggie. not the biggest fan. Fuck Bad Boy as a status <laughs> record label and as a crew, John. <laughs> and if you're down with Bad crew. Boy. Fuck you too. <laughs> Chino XL, fuck you too. Oh, Jesus. Dude, that song is nuts. I heard that song once and I was like, this might be a crime, this song. It is so angry and I love every second of it. That's hit, that's hit him up for the youngsters out there. Yeah, I was talking about. masterful. Um, all right, we should move on. You're looking to get hyped up to murder somebody? Hit him up is the song you want. <laughs> it is just like brutal. Like if like, you need there's... a little extra touch to push you over the edge to actual homicide, that'll do it. Like... I, there's a ton of like diss tracks out there and like that's the only one I can think of that is just so venomous like yes. unreal <laughs> uh, alright Deus Ex Manity my, my friend Renee um, do you think you'd stand a better chance surviving vampires zombies or aliens oh vampires yeah 
they're they, they have are the, the weakest of that group, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like they have well, the most. Yeah. I mean, vampires, it depends on what version of vampires. I mean, because a lot of vampires have, like, additional, like, they, you know, either have psychic abilities, they have, like, kind of, you know, um, like, I don't know, controlling abilities. But at least there's, like, a set, like, I don't know, regardless of what type of vampire it is, there's still rules for those vampires. Aliens can do whatever in the hell they want to do. And then zombies... Even slow zombies, there's just too many of them. At yeah. some point, I'm gonna say there's a chance. I'm gonna say there's a chance with aliens though, because they could be here just like on a recognizance mission. Yeah, which yeah, it will never happen with those other two things. The they aliens, may, they may oh, just enjoy butt stuff. stuff. Right. Yeah, they might just be looking for some <laughs> okay, butt stuff. Okay, but if you, okay, but my point is, if you get taken up into a spaceship, like your chance of survival, like, are you just gonna be a pet? We, like, saw that, we saw that. We saw that movie. Bad. You're in the spaceship. You're done. We like, saw that movie done. where the people <laughs> where they were like about to like blenderize up somebody's butts, and then they like escaped out the garbage chute. You remember that found footage alien movie we watched? Yes. <laughs> they did oh, escape God. in that movie. They like jumped down the chute. Yeah. Uh, I think they then died when they the, hit the ground, but still. The I thought they just and... dropped the camera. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's a good one from our, our good friend Whitney. Uh, what's your go-to hot girl summer drink? Nice. Uh, whiskey? Mm, That's yeah. a lie. Margarita. I've yeah. really gotten into Margarita's tequila is easy since Kyle's is, Kyle is all about some, um, this new tequila he found. He's really into Corvette summers, and I'm more into just tequila and lime juice. It's probably a Sam Adams summer ale for me. That's probably the most basic thing I get excited about. I uh, I finally put together the ingredients to make my ties at home, and um, it's changed my life. <laughs> Big fan. I always like the good uh, Liney's uh, summer shandy in the summer. But I mean, like... I'm not going to hate on White Claw like a lime mm. or um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's a couple of flavors of White Claw that I'm like, I can get behind this. My problem yeah. with Shandy's is like, I'm buying a beer and you have now cut my beer. You're giving me less beer. Yeah. And that bugs yeah. me. Agreed. Uh, all right. Maud Amsterdam, our friend Liz. Uh, no question. Just two things to say as I catch up on back episodes while on the road. One, kudos to you guys and gals for going to therapy and talking about it publicly. Two, big diva cup proponent. Questions, I'm your girl. Casey, yes, it's messy. I don't give a fuck at all. <laughs> Who's this? Um, who, all right. who wrote this? Uh, Maud Amsterdam. Awesome. Liz. I love um, it. Which, oh, at first, I, was her, yeah. I think her name used to be something, Ches, like something, I don't know. Anyway, I'm here. I'm, I'm a huge diva cup proponent as well, so oh. support it, girl. I think I know who this is. I think she changed her name, that, like her username. I originally thought her uh, her Twitter uh, picture icon was a um, a colorblind test, and I did not care for it, Liz. But then I looked closer, and it's like flowers or something. It's very nice. Joe, my, uh, <laughs> my therapist is about to take a leave of absence because he's having health problems, so I might need that oh, tool. Mine, I might need that tool from last mine week. Mine went on pregnant, uh, pregnancy leave before I got pregnant, and I was like, I hate you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it great. took me a Especially. lot to be like, I understand you need this time. <laughs> yeah. If you have abandonment issues, that can't be good. Right. <laughs> mine, mine took a week off last week, too, and at first I was like, oh, I got like a Friday free now, and then like Friday afternoon, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. 
I I can't recommend it enough. It's been it's yeah. been life changing for me. Uh, all right. And I'll also I'm a huge proponent too. Since we're talking about therapy, um, if you even if you are already married, I think couples counseling, even if you don't have like a major issue, is I mean a game changer as well. However, if you are getting married, I definitely recommend a couple counts a couples counselor just because there's things that you know you think are just like smaller issues and not that they need to become bigger issues, but you know, the way that you communicate with each other can change over time. Mm -hmm. And it's good to just be aware of that. And, you know, I think a lot of people don't understand that, like, it's, you don't have to go to therapy if there's a problem, like you can go to therapy to like preemptively keep there from being a problem. And that's, I mean, I'm all about it. Like, I, I think that everyone should have to go to couples counseling before they get married. Hmm. There you go. Yeah, I guess you always hear these stories about these couples that are married for like 80 years. And then one day, like, he or she just snaps and is like, yeah. I can't fucking take the way you chew food anymore. I, and then I <laughs> yeah. snap in the neck. Kyle and I went to couples therapy and not for, for family issues, not for issues between he and I. But I mean, obviously, like those like family issues, like can lead into your marriage. And <laughs> right after, well, we went for basically like, I think like a year, year and a half, but we also moved into a 500 square foot apartment. And I also mm. recommend that if you want to know if you can spend the rest of your life with someone, Oof. literally live in a room with them where you can't slam a door and you'll learn all kinds of ways to, Jesus you know, Christ. No. <laughs> with Absolutely. one bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our buddy Skizbot. Uh, that's Skyler. What's your favorite carb? Give me that fucking pasta. Yeah, we actually had angel hair pasta with my wife just put olive oil and a little bit of cheese on it tonight. It was unbelievable. Like, I was just like, why don't we eat this every night? You know, like one of the. <laughs> yeah, you don't need pasta sauce, dude. A little garlic. Gee, oh. Yeah. Good to go. Yeah. Butter. Uh, I, I'm more of a bread person than I am a pasta person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, both. I used to eat bread sandwiches, but I've also just eat, eaten plain pasta for my entire life. So both of those. I mean, I like a pasta sauce. Like, don't get me wrong. But. Oh, yeah. But I, mine would be beer. That's it's yeah. tough. Yeah. So we've, you know, everybody's had. Hold the, on. Uh, are we? Alcohol was included in this? Well, I, beer is pretty heavy in carbs. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, what if you only eat carbs, Joe? How do you answer yeah. this question? I mean, I'm with Eric, though. Like, bread is a tough one. Like, we've been trying to cut down on the carbs. Like, just, you know, so not like keto or anything, but, like, scale back a bit. And it just, like, coincided with me, like, finally getting the hang of, like, sourdough and, and bread in general. Oh, it's not great. I made, over the weekend, for the missus, a country loaf with uh, cherry and dark chocolate. Oh, it was wow fucking unreal like not like, to my that, own horn that sounds pretty good for like mother's day <laughs> oh it was so good um all right uh robale that is rob ale uh, eric used to call the sci-fi channel siffy so does that mean hi-fi is hiffy <laughs> oh son of a bitch you know what's funny about hi-fi okay so like i i like that name so i made for people who don't know i make like uh 80s horror inspired like synthwave music um, I liked hi-fi. Obviously like it's that it's like an audio thing, Joe, you, you're familiar, but yeah. I needed to like sort of re kind of retweak the name. There is a word though that gets used by young people, hyphy. 
which totally means something else. Um, and good, the good thing is that pretty much mostly old people listen to my music, so it's fine. Mm. Um, uh, but yeah. yeah. And I started calling Siffy that because they, for people who don't remember, they used to be like just SCIF, the sci-fi channel. Yeah. And then they, some, they hired some like, like, uh, you know, Dinkus con- consultant who was like, you should change it to HY, you know, like SYFY. But no, I was just trying to, uh, subvert copyright laws, mostly Joe and find a URL <laughs> that I could use. I like it. Uh, all right, we got two more on Twitter, then we'll jump to Instagram. Uh, our buddy Chase, a uh, big hat enthusiast. Uh, in the wake of Star Wars Day, is it time for horror Star Wars? And what would that look like? There was a oh, horror Star cool. Wars game that was being um, developed for a long time that never came out that I think got lost in some of the right stuff that was going on. I mean, you got some like legit, like the Rancor and uh, the Sarlacc Pit. Like, I think there's, there's actually been, I think there's been sure. a lot of horror stuff in the like expanded universe fiction too. Like yeah, the book yeah. Stuff. there's some good stuff. Uh, there's a good book called Death Troopers right. out there. Uh, it's about zombie stormtroopers. That's awesome. That sounds good. Yeah. I uh, bought a Star Wars watch yesterday, John. Nice. <laughs> Congrats. Uh, like the Garmin, uh, like special edition Darth Vader one. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a purchase. It was, uh, yeah, it was a, a splurge uh, of the moment thing. Uh, I'm very excited for it to come. All right. Last oh, one more from from Rabel. Uh, Everclear, Weedus, Hoobastank, and Living Color are touring together this year. Wow. Thoughts? Wow. No, thank you. Living Color is I mean, pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. Living like, Color And I mean... I, I I mean I listened to some Everclear when it came out. Living what Color was, was like one? Living Color was pretty ahead of their time too in some mm-hmm. ways. Did we just have any more songs than Teenage Dirtbag? Well, that's such a good one. Yeah. I mean that I'm sure they high. did, but I don't know that there was it was any popular ones. Uh, what movie was that in? Oh, I think like every nineties movie, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I would say can't hardly wait, but that probably no. Was. It wasn't can't hardly wait. It was. I feel like it was after that, but mm. yeah. Uh, all right, over at Instagram, uh, we are on there. Bloody good horror. Every Tuesday we post up. You can send in questions. I'll make dumb comments, and then we'll uh, we'll read the questions here too. But first, uh, as usual, um, our friend who refuses to use the form. The crew is looking good tonight. What's everybody's first hot girl summer activity besides theater going? I think I might buy some roller skates. Like, what is hot you girl summer? Like, now that like we're gonna go back out, like that's thank well, you, Joe. Yes, so I was gonna ask summer, the same question. So, hot girl summer is really more about like getting wild and like just going all out, going and getting like, some hours. Things, so, like, you know, get on those it, date naps, Joe. Swipe right. Yeah, yeah hot know. girl summer is about like getting out being loose doing your thing doing what you want to do like sexually physically whatever so like hot girl summer is like now that because we've been inside for a year it's like you know go share bodily fluids with i'm real excited to to go to like i'm real excited to find some horror conventions unfortunately like the one closest to me in 2020 basically folded and like i don't think they're gonna have it anymore there's there was one in worcester every year but Hmm. That's dark I mean, it's about as hot as I get. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess just traveling. I don't know, like if like hot girls, like I'm fuck, I'm fucking, I want to fuck, like the wife and I, we're gonna fuck. 
<laughs> you guys like, wait. I wonder why you had to like that. You guys we're going to go away for the weekend. We're trying to find a place with a, uh, like a hot tub outside. We can fuck. Yeah. Just do some fucking. <laughs> exactly. So that's hot girl shit. Yeah. Get out there and do hot girl shit. Like, like, Although, yeah, please like, make sure that's a clean hot tub because. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I should say I'm not going in the hot tub. Those are disgusting. But, you know, yeah. like get high and, and drunk at the same time. And then like, you know, <laughs> fuck, fuck a lot. <laughs> Or just, try just to be, and then pass listen, out. Yeah, just uh, be careful, Joe. Who were you talking about that dropped dead earlier? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a real strain on the heart there. Yeah, well, maybe that's Joe's way to go. He doesn't want to sit in his chair. Yeah, I mean, well, like that. It, yeah, it could be worse. Yeah, I don't want to get back from a walk. I want to, you know, be fucking railing my wife. In a, <laughs> Although, I don't know how Leslie would feel about that. Like, I don't want, I like, I, I wouldn't want my husband. Right. That's to great die for Joe. Not so much, not so much her. Trust me, she'd be perfectly fine. <laughs> well, you being dead, yes, but not the on act of you dying her. on top of her. Yeah. Well, I, not to get into too much detail, but she gets hers first, and then, you know. <laughs> okay. So she'll well, be perfect. I mean, that's the only well, way you can go, Joe. She'll, she'll be taken of care her. of, Cece. Don't worry. Like, yeah, see, I have but, like, no you guys, worries about that. I, yeah. I have no worries. I'm just saying. I see Cece's point of view, because like you guys have all met Colleen, and if I died mid-stroke on top, she's not going to make it. <laughs> I cannot handle this conversation call anymore. Like, I need you to help me. We gotta move I on. cannot we take gotta this. Move this along. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. If you're giving a rim job, what is your. Pr- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Like, Damn, these are some real hot girl questions uh, going on. Uh, uh, this one, I don't know if anyone will have an opinion, but me. Who would win in a fight, Andy Cohen or Anderson Cooper? Anderson Cooper Anderson looks like Cooper. he works out a lot. Cooper. Really? I would go Andy. Anderson Cooper, Anderson Cooper fight dirty. he strikes me as the kind of yeah. guy that's been working out for years, just waiting for someone to mess with him so he can prove himself. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's wired. I mean, and yeah, Andy Cohen is scrappy. I'll give him that. Like he could put up a good fight, but I feel like Anderson Cooper is just like, he's like, he's like a duck. Like he's very calm, but like there's a lot of stuff going on. And I think he's just waiting for the opportunity to like wreck someone. Yes. <laughs> yes. I could see that. Um, next one. Remember when we were all at a toilet paper? That still haunts me in my sleep. I never ran out. <laughs> that was a weird couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. We never See, ran out. Like we never had issues. Because I no, because I work in news, John, and I'm paranoid, I stocked up on stuff before the world started freaking out. So by the time the toilet paper started running out, I was already set. Yeah. I mean, it's good. We we got ahead of it enough that it wasn't like a complete disaster, but yeah. Still, I got a little, there was like some anxiety. It generated some anxiety, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some, there's still some whispers of, you know, shortages of other things down the road. And that kind of stresses me out. But, you know, Talk Girl Summer, we'll deal with that. What are the things? I mean, John. Like gas and like diapers. Like they talk about diapers, like skyrocketing in price. And John, a huge um, percentage a of the con- a huge percentage of the country refuses to get the vaccine, John. So I would save some of that anxiety maybe for later. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, all right. Do you review foreign horror movies? I just don't recall you covering any. Uh, and then asterisk foreign language films. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah. yeah, we, we do. I don't think we haven't done one in a while. Was it last year we did that Spanish thing? You guys loved it. I wasn't a big fan. But the, with the detective, uh, tigers aren't afraid. Now, tigers aren't afraid uh, was different. This was um, it was like a possession kind of movie. Yeah, Lutz or whatever. Oh, oh, Lutz, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, still not the one. But yes, the answer is yes. We do. Yeah. we do. I mean, we cover. I mean, 
I would say for us, it's like something kind of has to like. I'm talking about the one with the little into... the little boy zombie like sitting at the breakfast table or something. Oh yes, I do remember that. Oh, I don't. That movie that. was actually pretty good. Yeah, scary. I remember that. Yeah. That was Argentinian. I um, I'm sure oh, we could look it up. I think. I think well, yeah, if you would have said it with the Argentinian movie, I would, Eric. I would have got it right away. Okay. Um, so I apologize. No, I, like my the thing I was saying is like I feel like something has to kind of like break through a little bit. Like it's got to be like somewhat in the conversation in the u.s i also yeah Yeah. and i also think since quarantine we've been a little like i just don't have it in me to read subtitles for two hours like no come on if there was something big we would have watched i'm telling y'all once y'all put subtitles on your tv and leave them on it's the only way (laughs) uh i'm trying to find the name spoken like a woman who's got a child she doesn't want to wake up while she's watching tv (laughs) it's but it's been that way because it started out with i had I had two pit bull mixes and them play fight was like having four toddlers in the room. So we could never turn, I mean, you couldn't turn the TV up loud enough. So we were like, well, we'll just start watching with subtitles. And now, honestly, I could years be, later, I could, watching subtitles. you get such PTSD from that. I could be like out in public somewhere without my kids and hear a loud noise and be like, you're going to wake the baby yeah. up. Shut up. <laughs> Although uh, I will say Maggie sleeps through everything. Like when she's asleep, she's asleep. That's so, good. They yeah. say to they say to be loud because it trains yeah. them to be able to sleep through it. That was and ours when yeah, when we had Madeline, because we made the mistake, uh Mia like needed to be like rocked to sleep and like yeah. everything needed to be perfect. Like Madeline, like the first thing we did was starting like screaming in her face every time she tried to sleep. <laughs> yeah. just so she got used I to mean, it. we we talk lower when she's asleep, but Brody like all day long, Brody will not bark. The minute Maggie goes to sleep or like she realizes Maggie's in the room, she has to bark at everything to tell us there's something there. So now we're like, well, you're just going to learn that there's going to be a loud noise unpredictably. Uh, how many people are on the BGH staff? I podcasters, article writers, reviewers. I do not okay. know. I couldn't tell you. Cause there's also yeah. like a, there's people who write regularly, but there's also people that, that pop in occasionally. There's like occasional podcast guests. I would call we're sort of like um, Chumba Wumba. It's Ooh. like a loose uh, kind of what are they? What's the word for yeah. that? Like collection. It's like a collective. It's a collective. Yeah. yeah, collective. Yeah. I, is Chumba Wumba that? <laughs> yes, that, what that was the deal is? with them. Was that they were like a huge group of? There was no like actual members of the group. They were like a big group of musicians that would come and go. Ah. The wretched was it? The wretched? Nope. Are you thinking about the movie? Oh, I He's still trying to figure out what that movie was. It's not Relic, right? It wasn't. No, 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 it was not. Relic. It might have been 2019, maybe. Um, ba, ba, ba. what's the chance of a BGH meetup happening this fall? I got it. Terrified. It's terrified. Yeah. Terrified. Ter- there you go. Um, I don't know. It's definitely not happening this year, but 2022, I, I, think, I think we've, we're... we've soft committed to trying to, to attempting yeah. 2022. Yeah. No, it's, I would say hundred percent next year, 0% this year. It's just, yeah. we're not getting it together in 2021. Um, uh, how do you deal with the crushing weight of the world? Hmm. Not well. Draw pictures. <laughs> Turn it off. Um, go to grad school while having a baby while working a full time job. <laughs> you gotta That's have fair. a you gotta have an outlet. Like this is yeah. as, as much as people you know jokingly complain about this show. I think it's an outlet to get together and talk about horror movies every week. And you know you gotta have something that that distracts yep. you from the uh, uh, crushing weight of reality. 
Yeah. Get a lawn. Get a lawn to mow. Yeah, For Joe, it's lawn. his lawn. I find North. I find making music to be a very enjoyable escape. Um Casey draws during the show. He's doing two things <laughs> at once. Yep. Uh, ba, 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 ba. All right, two I'm more escaping here. Escaping the show. Could you make the BGH intro music a TikTok sound so I can make a dance to it? I, I mean, physically, I assume that's possible, but like, actually, no clue. Yeah, we should it. figure that out. Maybe, mm-hmm. If you want to give me the login, Joe, I could try to figure it out. Yeah, I'm sure. Honestly, if you send me the file, I'm sure I could make that happen too. But, yeah, um, all right, last but not least, how big is John's corner office really? I mean, uh, wait, is that like a reference to the office that I have in this house? Which I is, just love this room Schnars records from and his in-laws house. Like literally there's a skylight above him. When he turns the camera the other way, there's this crazy like atrium hallway that leads into yeah. it. It's just like a whole, it's like a mud room. Sweeping oh, look, glass so doors this, behind him. So this room used to be outdoors. Like it was a, it was a second story porch that they glassed <laughs> second in. Second story porch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And they glassed it in. You just don't. So you like, just don't hear it when you say it, John. That's the funny part. That's no, the Eric, comedy. I do hear it. We talked about this. Is a these are boomers that own the house. I don't own the house. <laughs> like, you know, the house is thirty plus years you old. You own that shirt, thing. though. This is rich shit. This is hot girl boomer shit. <laughs> hot girl boomer yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, what's yeah. the What's the setup like in the new place, John? Like, how's that going to work? Yeah, I mean, it's not great, Joe. You how got many five how many, people living in a apartment in new york it's how many bedrooms ideal three bedrooms who so two of the kids are yeah, yeah, yeah yes my wife and i share a room and then well, uh, two of the kids share a room that's, good. <laughs> that's so nice of you and suzanne to share a room but no this is what i'm asking though just what nice. is one kid getting a solo room or are you doing three kids in the room yeah yeah well so like the two older ones have shared a room until now but my son who's seven We'll get his own room, and then the two girls who are five and three will go oh, into. They're a room gonna again. love that when they get older. They're they're like super pumped for now. For I now, mean, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're, I mean, right, if they know. grow up that way, it'll be fine. But <laughs> it's fine. Eventually, be- you guys are gonna have to burbs it. I mean, let's let's be honest here. You know what? I really, as a person who also is renting still, and like I've been a pretty nomadic, I appreciate John's dedication to city slash apartment life. Yeah, I mean, he's I'm living the dream. Still- Joe's trying to get you. Joe's trying to induct you into the cult. He wants to just talk to you about lawn shit. Listen, yeah. I have spent a year now in the suburbs with my family, and I'd rather kill myself. Can That's I tell you what, like, John? Wow. You know what I find? <laughs> it's too quiet for You'd me. Rather die in chair after walking the dog. I mean, nobody recommends moving in with your in-laws, John. That's not what I'm saying, fair, John. Fair, but it's fair. it's too. I found like it's too quiet for me because now I go back to where I grew up. I grew up there, but I just haven't lived in a place like that for a long time. It's too quiet. I can hear my yeah. my like heartbeat, and I don't like it. Like at night, it's the worst. I Again, I have a stars. white noise app. It it fixes everything. <laughs> Joe, you're also like not that far from downtown Chicago. We're like, no, we're further out than it's about. If, with no traffic, we're about a half an hour. So that means we're about three hours from. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Have we, have I been to that house now? I can't remember. You haven't. You've been to the town. We took you out to eat um, in the town, but you yeah. have not been to this house. Yeah. Soon as the, soon as I get on an airplane. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for NYC John to return. Yeah. So are you going to cut both. your hair when you move back to the city? Don't do it. So it's funny because Suzanne, who was busting my balls for months and now months, doesn't she's want like, you to you know, cut it. 
She's like, you don't have to cut it. Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> I love it. She, she, new thing is like, you could just get it cleaned up a little bit. I'm like, what the fuck? You know? John, how about you, <laughs> if she's into it, yeah, you got to get that fucking thing cut before you two are in an apartment for four days by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe's, yeah, John. Joe's where do I have You don't kids. have enough bedrooms for this, all right? <laughs> per, our, per our earlier discussion. He's got one room that has only one occupant. <laughs> All right, well, I guess you're gonna have. Oh, John, I'm terrified. I'm terrified for those four days. <laughs> I need to know when I'm gonna call you constantly. <laughs> what school did you go to growing up, John? I want to call and complain about their sex ed program. <laughs> Don't, yeah, come on. Don't besmirch Pancrest High School. It's John, the best. John, John graduated magna cum louder. <laughs> oh, Lord. This is going great. We're I don't done. think we know what we're watching next week, do we? No. no. Two weeks, though. Book of Spiral Saw. The book Spiral, the Book of Saw, slash Chris Rock. The one that John's adamant we go to the theaters to watch, but cannot make it. <laughs> Eric's the one. No, I'm down. I need to be. I need to see that. I don't have any theaters open yet, so. Really? Oh. Still yeah. nothing. I don't think any of them closed around me. No, that's not true. Maybe they did. But they definitely closed. They're they're open here, though. I mean. So. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, we All don't right. know what we're doing next week, but we will figure it out. You should, uh, if you're a patron. Joe sends out lovely, well thought out emails every week, letting people know. I, fuck, I can't even imagine what the grammar and spelling is. No, it was funny because so I literally just one word. I like, the movie. I read no, no. It's it, it was a whole missive. I read the latest one when I went in to post the Eric show the other night, and at the end you're like, yeah, P.S. Yes, I didn't uh, like uh, spell check any of this, but it was all it was all good. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the the no. one time that I mentioned yeah. it is the one time. It's, yeah. I read it every week. It's a delight. I, I, I don't think I see I, it. Otherwise, I would read it. But yeah. So anyway, if you're a patron, you'll get those emails. You can also follow us on Twitter, um, Instagram. And don't forget, patreon.com slash bloodygoodhorror. You can help support the show. You can get a live stream every week. You can see what we all look like, John. We can see People can see your hair. Worth the price of admission alone. Lovely. Um and back episodes of the show and we may actually john be soon like changing how you get back episodes that's not really ready to be announced but we're hoping to have some tools soon to make it a little easier so we'll see keep an eye out for that dream and uh check out uh plug it up and itunes and spotify and everywhere else you get podcasts cc coming soon all right guys that's gonna do it for boys from county hell hope you enjoy the show we'll talk to you soon see you bye Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.